Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to this radio show. Uh, my name is Rachel Paling. I am the director of Efficient Language Coaching and also the creator of Neuro Language Coaching. And today, in this next hour, I'm going to really explore what is neuro-language coaching and even what is language coaching and uh, coming into this is the, the real discussion of are there differences between teaching, training, coaching, what are the differences and giving a little bit of a feeling of what it is that I'm trying to bring into the world especially more awareness of how the brain works, how we learn, so that we as trainers, teachers, coaches, whatever we are, instructors, we are fully aware of the fact that we do have a different brain every time we have a different person sitting in front of us, and really how we can um, understand that and how we can adapt our techniques and our way of teaching, training, coaching, instructing to the individual learner. So let's start off with the question, what is language coaching? And bearing in mind that we are on coach radio and we're talking about coaching, it's really interesting to see how in the last, I'm going to say 10 years, coaching has really penetrated into all areas of our lives. Coaching really started from the sports arena with the sports coach animating and really motivating the sportsman or woman to achieve the impossible, to achieve really fantastic records and from that we've moved into life coaching, business coaching and corporates taking on the concept of coaching as something to maximize and optimize the performance of their employees. Quite interesting that in some countries coaching is still thought of as a little bit of a psychological process. Whereas, in fact, coaching shouldn't be uh, psychology, shouldn't be anything to do with therapy. It really is about helping somebody to achieve goals, to maximize their performance, to maybe solve dilemmas. But it really is about improving and, and supporting somebody to and reach and improve their goals in life. So just thinking about coaching coming into different areas, we have it in the business arena, we have executives taking coaching, we have life coaching, so people who want to get direction and really set some personal goals in life. We now have health coaching, um, I hear this a lot nowadays and even some other areas like uh, spiritual coaching and um, religious coaching I heard the other week as well. And 
obviously we as an organization and also as a concept we're bringing coaching into the language arena when i started teaching almost 30 years ago there was definitely no talk or even mention of the word coaching in those days and in the last 10 years is when it's really started to be heard in the language world and language coaching started slowly and silently to be talked about and and offered when i first came to germany 11 years ago the concept of language coaching was presented to me but it really was not clear and when i asked what is this i was told that it was very much about focusing on the client listening to what the client wanted and following the client with his wishes or her wishes and this seemed to be um logical at that time and um acceptable but it always felt to me that there wasn't enough there that if i'm saying that i'm a language coach or if i'm calling myself a language coach then surely i need to have some coaching training and that was my biggest question for 3 or 4 years what is this what is language coaching and how can i be offering myself under this concept without having a coaching training and that's when i started on my personal journey of training as a coach and as a i'm going to say normal coach so it really was about me understanding what coaching is when is it used what are the tools in coaching and then after learning that side i felt that i could start to apply areas of coaching into the language learning process and into my language teaching process and for many years a lot of my clients were saying that i was different and it was always a question well what is it that i'm doing differently and what could i do which even is more different i was extremely lucky because i was extremely lucky to be presented to results coaching systems and that is where i started my coaching training um i also did some long distance coaching courses with some other organizations but the results coaching was a fantastic way of understanding coaching and the added bonus with results coaching is and was for me at that time the dimension of neuroscience and this was my first introduction to neuroscience and we will talk about neuroscience a little bit later but the impact of brain based coaching and how the brain functions thinks uh, learns reacts 
was a fascinating combination for me to understand how to speak with people, how to get the best out of people, and how to really be a facilitator for brain connections. Uh, so inspiring, getting people to reach insights without me telling people what to do, how to do it. So it was a, a concept of coaching which was really a, a fantastic start for me and something which um, initiated my research and my fascination for neuroscience, for brain-based coaching, and then led me to create the concept of neuro-language coaching. spoken about coaching and how coaching is really a part of our lives nowadays. Let's now take a look at the other side. So let's come into the teaching and language side. And one of the real questions that people ask me is what is the difference between teaching and coaching? And interestingly, there are things coming in from the coaching side which I believe very experienced teachers and very intuitive teachers are naturally bringing in to the learning process. And a lot of the time, people who do my certification course, so the course to become a, a neuro-language coach, they realize in connection with the brain, in connection with the neuroscience and the learning, just exactly what they are doing intuitively and then they understand the meaning behind what they are doing. So let's just take a few minutes to consider the traditional teaching style and the 
language coaching style in contrast to that. And I really am going to say that these are the traditional styles, the styles that we have had in the past that still exist in some areas, still exist more in some countries than other countries. And teaching itself, the concept of teaching, has always had that very directive approach where the teacher is very instructive, mandatory, very demonstrative. And often we find that the teaching environment, we have a very active teacher and an extremely passive student. And it could be that we can see that as a, a one-way process where the teacher is the expert, the teacher takes the role as the expert in a superior status. And the relationship between teacher and learner is often not very close, a little bit at arm's length. And we often miss that personalized experience or that person personalized contact or connection. Teaching is very much book related, so the concept teacher and book seems to go hand in hand and we could have a very passionate teacher who is into their subject whereas the student may not be. We may have a very unmotivated learner. And one thing that I'm very very conscious of is that teaching in itself we never really question the cost effectiveness of the teaching process. We seem to just trust the process and not ask any questions. Although nowadays I have to say that there are many, many institutions, schools and learning areas where there are changes happening and the style is coming into a more coaching style. Now let's just have a look at the coaching approach uh, in learning. And one of the major objectives with a coaching approach is to have an extremely passive, sorry, an extremely active learner. We want the learner to be engaged, integrated, enjoying, interactive. So the, the active learner is actually the role the role in the classroom, the, the prominent role. And we want the learner to be really engaged and motivated. Motivation we'll see from the brain is extremely important. We do need a motivated learner. We need a motivated brain. Because if not, that is actually going to impede efficient learning. So an active learner and a more passive teacher, the teacher becomes more of a provocateur, more of a facilitator trying to get the learner to be more active. And empathy, personal connection, um, is definitely one of the underlying requisites for this particular coaching approach. We do need to have our 
learner feeling that they're in a trusted environment, that they can talk freely. Um, one of the things that I really do stress with coaching is that books should be kept to a minimum. So the interaction between coach and learner is really the most important part and books should be a secondary and if possible should actually be left out of the interactive process between the language coach and the learner. Definitely materials can be used, can be introduced, but to follow a book in just a methodic style, that's really not language coaching. We are coming into an equal status, so as a language coach, we are absolutely on an equal status with our learner, and we are always trying to adapt to the needs of the client. We are adapting and flexible and as we are the resource, we adapt our knowledge, our expertise to the needs of the learner at all times. So it's very client-focused, very tailor-made, and a real objective is to maximise the potential of the learner and to get the learner stimulated to learn more and more. Definitely with language coaching, we are extremely conscious about the cost effectiveness of the whole process. We take responsibility for our efficiency. We also get our client to take responsibility for their own learning process. This is extremely important also from the aspects of the neuroscience and the brain and how the brain learns. When the client takes responsibility for the, for the learning process or takes ownership for the learning, we know that um, they're going to be more engaged and more committed to the process. Just to connect then language coaching with language teaching, we are seeing this move into a more empathetic environment where we are becoming more emotionally aware and more connected with our learner and how the learner learns best. We're also creating that safe environment. We're bringing in principles and ethics from the coaching world. We're also bringing in the structure of the coaching world. So the formulation of goals, setting goals, going through a very powerful goal-setting process together with an action-setting process, really exploring the motivation of the client and getting that pinpointed motivation to be an underlying motivator throughout the learning engagement. And we're trying to move away from this very formal um, traditional teaching so that people feel much more comfortable, much more integrated with the learning process. We know that the brain needs real and personal environments or real and personal topics or real and personal 
um, conversations that the brain can relate to. The more that the brain can relate to the learning material, the new material, the faster the learner is going to learn. Now just a few thoughts about what language coaching is not. So language coaching is definitely not just working through a language book. It's also not a branded course where we are again following um, a brand or an idea through a book, um, through the brand techniques and styles. It's also not a life coaching session. Here it's very, very important to distinguish between life coaching in a different language or language coaching. When we are talking about language coaching, we are definitely talking about learning or improving the knowledge of a foreign language. If we do a life coaching session, we are talking about personal issues. And it's not about learning a language. It's not about improving a foreign language. So there must be a distinction between normal coaching and language coaching. And language coaching could be anything to do with the learning of a foreign language. So it could be grammatical aspects, the mechanical side as I call it, or it could also be the application of the language. How do I apply the language that I'm learning? What are the scenarios? What is the speech that I need for certain situations in life? And this is totally different to life coaching and sorting out your personal issues. So language coaching is not life coaching. And it's also not coming into a psychological process or therapy. And it definitely isn't a consultancy session. So sometimes we have language coaches who are extremely experienced and actually qualified in professional areas of life. So uh, there are on our team, we have financial experts, lawyers, uh, architects, engineers who have developed and become language coaches as well. And for these type of people, it's very, very important to separate when they are giving advice and consultancy relating to their topic and when they are dealing with the language around their topic. If they are dealing with language and learning the language, learning the specialised vocabulary, the expert vocabulary, then they are definitely language coaching. Not she said, what to cheat, no, the more.
cappello leggero galante, quella chioma quell'aria brillante, quel vermiglio donesco color, quel vermiglio donesco color, tu più fai quei penachini, quel cappello, quella chioma quell'aria brillante. Wonderful Italian language there. And languages are so important nowadays. We are living in a globalized world, and I really believe that we have to become more linguistically motivated to communicate with each other, to want to communicate with each other and to learn different languages. And we now know that from the brain's perspective, it is absolutely excellent to learn a language at any age. And especially after middle age, it's one of the most beneficial things that we can do to help keep our brains active to help keep those neural connections being made and connecting and to really work out the brain. It's a, a great brain workout. So languages are extremely important and at the same time it's very important how we teach, train, instruct and I'm going to say obviously coach languages nowadays. And I'm very convinced that language coaching and a coaching approach really facilitates a faster and much more efficient way of learning a language. It helps the learner to connect to the language, to make it real and personal, to apply the language, to bring it into everyday scenarios. And moving on now to neuro-language coaching the added dimension of neuroscience into the language coaching process is showing that the more awareness that the language coach him or herself has of how the brain learns and the more we can bring that knowledge to our coachee, to our learner, we are demonstrating that this is having a great impact on the efficiency of learning the language. Just then to give you a rundown of the content in neurolanguage coaching. We have the coaching principles, the coaching models, the coaching tools. We are also following the ethics and the competences of the ICF, which is the International Coaching Federation. We're bringing in the neuroscience and the neuroscience of learning and we're very much looking at the concept of the thinking and the performing brain. We're constantly trying to connect and provoke those brain connections and at the same time we're doing this through new models specifically created for neuro-language coaching. And the one thing that we personally, each and every one of us, is bringing into the neurolanguage coaching process is our own 
expertise as a language teacher. So the neuro-language coaching method is for language teachers who have experience and or have a teaching qualification. And with our expertise of the language, we're then adapting our style, adapting our approach to fully embrace this neuro-language coaching approach and method. At this point, I'm uh, probably going to say enough of me talking. And what I'd like to do for the rest of today's show is to let you listen to some extracts from some language coaching, neuro-language coaching recordings that we've done with clients, with real-life clients. And the first recording, the first extract is just to give you a feeling of how one of our neuro-language coaches really sets that safe environment for the coachee, makes the coachee feel extremely comfortable, checks in with her and explains to her exactly what is going to be happening in that first session where they are getting to know each other. So here is the first extract from neuro-language coaching session. So what's, um, what's motivated you today to decide to take language coaching? Um, it's more because I want to be understood at mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And uh, for um, young people, I, can, I find, find that they can understand me. But especially... They can, sorry? They can. They, 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 can. they mm-hmm. do can. Mm-hmm. But uh, senior people sometimes at work, they cannot. So they can they they give me that look, and I have to repeat. I know now now that they don't, they don't understand some words, and um, sometimes it's because um, I speak too quick. Maybe I am not sure. Uh, so I tie together words that shouldn't be tied together, or sometimes are um, the problem um, is the pronunciation of some uh, letters or vowels or. Uh, use the, the the way that I pronounce things. Okay. Um, okay. Grammatically, I still uh, a little behind, mm-hmm. but I can uh, at least when I make a sentence, I catch the mistakes. Okay. But I I know I have to work a little bit, okay. so I know I have to improve anyway, especially my speaking. So that's okay. Why. Okay. So I'm I'm hearing I'm really really hearing that you you really came forward because you really want to be understood. In yeah. all situations, yeah. with the elderly, with with all kinds of, of people in all kinds of situations. Yes. And you feel maybe perhaps that you're not. Is that what yes. I Yes, mean? and that stopped uh, my growing in yeah. my career mm-hmm. path because okay. uh, what I perceive is if people, people think if I cannot speak, what I can do, you know? And mm-hmm. it's not true. It's just yes. one of the, of, the, of the areas. But, yeah, we have to... Mm-hmm. To, to manage that, so mm-hmm. that's why. Okay, okay, great. Um, so I'd like to explain what we're going to do now. We're going to have a wonderful conversation together okay. about various things. I'll okay. be asking you a few questions. I'll be listening to you, and I'll be making notes. So you'll see myself writing a lot, and okay. it's just because I'm just really, really listening to what you're saying. Okay. 
and I'll be, I'll be just taking note of maybe some of the mistakes that I hear when I ask you the questions. So I'll be listening for tenses, I'll be listening for specific parts of, of uh, language, and the order of the sentences that you speak. So I'll be listening to all those things um, as we're talking in this conversation. Okay. I don't want you to worry about making mistakes. Um, I want it to be a very enjoyable conversation where you're just focusing on answering my questions because I want to get to know you better. Okay. And I just, I, I'm just asking questions so that I can um, help you achieve your goals. So I can gather some information from you as you're speaking as to what we're going to be focusing on or what you would like to focus on in the sessions. So just gathering information and, and just so I can help you. Is that okay? Yeah, Does that it's sound okay. good? It's better. Okay. And so after the test, or let's not call it a test, let's just say after this review, okay. um, then we'll look at the much? results. Yeah. <laughs> we'll look at the results together. Okay. And we'll talk together through some of the mistakes that you made. I'll highlight some of the problematic areas, um, and then we'll develop a plan together on how to attack them and how to how to succeed with them and okay. and conquer them because that's good. what we're going yeah. to do right <laughs> and then after setting <clears throat> those goals we call them mechanical goals then we'll look at um, we'll look at the goals that you want regarding um, your personal aims like what what you want the language for specifically do you want it for like specifically vocabulary or for professional use or maybe some specific language for meetings maybe you want you know some specific language for presentations giving opinions so then we'll get into that like very specific um, okay. mastery goals so first we're going to start with mechanical where I look at the tenses, how you're forming your sentences, and then we'll look at how do you want to use uh, this information for your real world, for the okay. real situations that you're in. How can we apply them and, and use them and create goals for your professional life or maybe your personal life? Okay. Okay, so we'll, we're, yeah. we'll reach that. How does that sound? It sounds really nice. Sounds good. I, yeah, hopefully <laughs> I can do something. Oh, you can. Yeah, thank you, you can, you. Lisa. You can. You can. Moving on, I would like to give you all a, a taster of a neural language coaching session with a little boy. And it was a fantastic session and our wonderful neural language coach really managed right from the beginning to help the little boy to feel comfortable, uh, able to speak with her 
and they had the most fluid conversation in the first session. And we're going to listen to an extract of the initial part where the neural language coach is introducing uh, what she's going to do and starts to get the little boy speaking. So here it is. Thank you for letting me um, meet with you today. Your mom had been in touch with me to say that in the last school year you didn't find English too easy, although I believe your, your dad is, speaks English, is that correct? Yeah. Where does your dad come from, Bruce? Um, he comes from Scotland. From Scotland, okay. Um, have you ever been there? Yeah, uh, for... Uh, uh, a few times I was with my dad and my mom there and we were in in the capital of Scotland. Yeah. Okay. Um what I'm going to do, Bruce, is um I'm going to be asking you quite a few questions in our lesson today. And from those questions that I'm asking you, I can then find out where you have your difficulties. So I can hear from your answers, ah, there we have a problem, but there we're very good, okay? And then I will, I'll tell you, I'll let you know. Is that okay for you, yeah. asking questions? If I say anything, or if I ask anything that you're unsure of, then please stop me, and I'll explain to you in different words. Okay. Okay. So, when you're at home, what language do you actually speak? When I'm, I'm speaking to my mom German mm -hmm. and to my dad uh, German and English. Good, okay. A, a, bit, a bit of English. A bit of English, okay. And so when, um, when you go to Scotland with your family, do you meet family? from your dad, so do you have to talk to them in English, or does everybody speak German? Um, um, when we are there, my, my Oma and my Opa, they um, um, are speaking with me in, in German, and to my um, uh, parents um, in English. Ah, I see. So both grandparents can still speak a little bit of German. Yeah. I see. Okay. Just a little bit. Okay, okay. Good. As our final extract example today, I'm going to leave you all with the first part of an interview that I personally had with a new client called Andreas. And this is just the introduction to our first session where I'm giving him the indications of what we're going to be doing and trying to get him to feel very safe and uh, in a trusted environment to be able to then speak with me freely and uh, let me and allow me to hear his knowledge of the English language. So, here is the extract of me with Andreas. So, good evening, Andreas. Hello, Rachel. Welcome to this session. Um, I understand you'd like to start to do some language coaching with me. Yes, that's right. I'm very interested in this topic and 
want to see where I stand and uh, yes, I want to hear what you can offer me. Super. Well, I'm looking forward to this first session. And um, just before we start, um, thank you very much for agreeing to record this session. Um, and also, I, I normally would say that everything in the sessions remains confidential. Obviously, this is being recorded, but you know that after today's session that everything we will be saying will always be confidential, just in case something from work comes out or, or some personal topics, just to give you that um, understanding that nothing will leave this room. Okay, thank you. Fine with this. Okay, so let me just give you an idea then. Um, we have about 30 minutes today. Mm -hmm. And... What I'm really going to be doing is trying to explore and hear exactly where your language is. And at the same time, both of us are going to be discussing and talking about possible goals that we can set in various areas of the language. So um, together we'll come to the goal setting and how to then reach the goals and then finally, we're going to explore a little bit your motivation for mm -hmm. learning. And then we'll go into sort of the scheduling and arranging of what comes next. Okay. Okay? At any time, feel free to ask me any questions if you uh, have any questions. Um, I have a question for you to start with. Um, do you know what language coaching is? I have read something about it, but uh, I'm not really sure if I understand it right. And so perhaps you can tell me this again in a few sentences. I have then uh, directly from you what it, what it is. Okay, true. So language coaching is now um, developing. And it really is moving away from the traditional teaching style of language into a more progressive um, style, incorporating principles from coaching, as in the confidentiality, the trust, principles from the International Coaching Federation, uh, goal setting, action setting, all those things which come from the coaching world, integrating those into the learning process, and also, um, introducing elements of neuroscience. So how the brain works, how we learn, how the brain likes to learn better. And a language coach is very much trained to help you to learn in a much more efficient and faster way. So we will try over the next sessions and after a certain period of time, we'll really be checking how true that is. Mm. That sounds good, because I can remember the time as I was a little kid and had my first English lessons when my teacher uh, tries to bring me that stuff in here, but I was really, uh, it was really hard for me. So right. uh, if I have a little bit help, and uh, when you know, uh, or if you know how my brain works, then it could be easier for me. Right, super. Then a voyage of discovery for both of us then, huh? Okay.
So finally, I'd just like to say thank you to everybody for listening. Today we looked a little bit at what is language coaching and neuro language coaching and the coaching world itself, how coaching is now penetrating into different areas of our lives. And on the other side, the passion for languages that I'm hoping that we can convey across the world to really stimulate people to learn languages and come into more and more different languages and skills relating to language. So we'll leave you all today and on our next show, I'd very much like to invite you to take a journey with me into the brain and to really come into the neuroscience and the aspects of learning that we're now beginning to understand and apply. So we are becoming neuroeducators, as I like to call us. So have a super week and a super journey through life and looking forward to being with all of you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.